0: Okay, so this is the first ever episode of the Raise Your Glass podcast. This is Michelle Goth, and I'm here with Sarah Luby, both from Ripple Glass. Hi, Sarah. Hey, guys. <laughs> How's it going? It's going. It's going. <laughs> so Sarah and I just had a very interesting lunch, and now we're sitting in a hot car recording this. So that's <laughs> that's what we call hashtag Ripple Life, right? Hashtag Ripple Life. Hashtag Ripple Life. <laughs>
1: You know, I think what we should do since we're just starting this, um, you know, is just go through, I guess, who we are. People right. don't know who
0: we are. Sure. I don't know nope. Why you wouldn't know who I am? Nope. <laughs> Nobody knows who I, I am. am.
1: <laughs> um, so I'll go ahead and start. Uh, my name is Sarah Luby, and I've been with Ripple for um, almost two years now, which is crazy, to, crazy to think about. Um, but I manage the drop off program here in Kansas City. And so all of the, you know, over 100 bins that we have. Um, where you can recycle your glass in the Kansas City metro area. Um, I manage that, um, that program, and then I also do a little bit of our marketing. So
0: You do a lot of our marketing. I do a lot of it, that's true. You know what cracks me up is when people say, can you direct me to Ripple's marketing team? Uh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's half of this person that yeah, sits right here. <laughs> it's
1: one, one lady show. But you do a great
0: job. Yes. Thank yes. you. So I'm Michelle Goth. I'm the general manager for Ripple Glass Kansas City. And I've been at Ripple for over six years now. So I'm getting old. You are. I'm getting old. <laughs> <laughs> you are getting old. Yes. And I do a little bit of everything. Well, that's me. You do it all, I think you don't give yourself enough credit. So I'm a dabbler by nature. So <clears throat> don't worry,
1: we're not gonna just sit here and talk yourselves up. No <laughs> okay, we could
0: go into more fun. No, stuff. yeah, no interest in that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully that gives you an idea of who we are. Um And I think maybe we go into now why we are starting a podcast. Yeah, so why are we doing a podcast? I don't know. That seems a little crazy, right? I have no idea why we are starting a podcast. I really don't know either. This is one of those things (laughs) as a marketing manager, can I call myself that? Yes. You know, it's like, oh, we should, you look at different things you can do and how to spread the word about Ripple and why we thought a podcast would be a good idea is kind of scary, but here we are. Here we are. <laughs> giving a
0: little, giving a shot, you know, it's one of those things, I guess, so. Right, and I think what what really probably started this is that we started collecting cool stories. Uh, we started our bar and restaurant program in April, and we are going out talking to all these awesome bars, distilleries, cool spots that some we knew about, some we didn't know about, and learning that we have a lot of really awesome things going on in Kansas City. We did, And then, you know, we don't see a lot of those stories being highlighted. So no.
1: And then selfishly, I think Michelle and I both geek out about Kansas City quite a bit, so yeah. the fact that we get to go and interview these awesome people that have really cool stories um, is really fun for us, too. It's fun for us. I think that's
0: actually why we're doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I think that's a solid assumption. <laughs> it's not a ripple. It's for us. <laughs> yes. But, so. Yeah. Sarah, I want everyone to know you a little bit better, so I'm going to ask you some random questions. Okay. Sound good? Yeah. We'll okay. see. <laughs> so what's your favorite dive bar in Kansas City? All right. That's hands down the easiest
1: answer I could have is a zoo bar. Oh, yeah. Which, if you aren't familiar with zoo bar, you need to get yourself there. 13th and Central. I think 13th Central or 13th it's and McGee. Right,
0: right east of Grand. Yes. Kind center. Kind of behind the Sprint yeah. center
1: there. And... I mean, there's multiple reasons I really like Zubar, and a few of them are... Because they have free lunch on Saturdays. Do they? Seriously? Yeah. It's How I mean did I not know it that? is a true dive bar. They the, the, the people who own it have, you know, their local their regulars come in and they bring lunch and like, it's open for everybody to have. Like like in
0: crock pots? Like, sh- like crockpots. pots. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. It's pretty awesome. I do love bar though. Yeah. What is in those little mini beers they oh, serve? Oh gosh,
1: the mini beers, those are amazing and very dangerous, but they Are they liquor? It's I a can't kind know. of it's a kind of liquor, but I don't think I think, I think the only thing—it's a liquor—and then they have like heavy weep whipping cream on top, which makes right. it look like a little beer. Um, it
0: looks like a, or it tastes a little bit like a butter beer, like if yeah. you're a Harry Potter fan. Like yes. That to me is what it reminds me of. Yeah, yeah. Zubar so, did it first.
1: Yes, Zubar did it first. Sorry, Harry Potter. Yeah, but. Um, I mean it's it's a dive bar. You can write on the walls. I just feel like there's no rules and that's pretty much the main reason I like it.
0: Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. There's no rules at Subar. Yeah. I think that's a really solid choice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. So I mean, in I know you like a dive good dive bar. I do. What's one of your favorites?
0: Um I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this counts as a dive, but I really love the Green Lady. I don't really feel like it's a dive, but I, it feels a lot like it attracts the same crowd as a dive. Yes. does. So I could, I could move in there and be fine. <laughs> yeah. And I love it that when you're in there, you have no idea what time it is. It's kind of like a casino. It is. Where you just get lost a little bit. And you're like, I've been in here for four hours and I didn't know. Yeah. Or you stumble out and you're like, ooh, you know, it got dark while I was in here <laughs> and you don't know. No. But that... I don't know if that's a really a dive bar, so I would say my true dive bar is Caddyshack. Oh, yes. Down in... <laughs> down in columbus park the ripple team is a frequent we are visitor oh, God, i just wish that they would recycle yes so when we go there this is one of like the things you have to do when you work for ripple we do what you call byor which is bring your own recycling <laughs> and we'll leave with a bag of you know 40 beer bottles like <laughs> kind of jangling under our arms so that's um you yep. know it's kind of embarrassing and kind of funny we gotta you know we've got a show what we, we gotta, do i guess yeah yeah or we l- gotta live walk the talk we walk there walk, we gotta walk the talk that's what i'm looking for <laughs> yep yep that is true so yeah but i do love the caddy shack some corn nuggets love their pizza yes love that they have pictures of beer you know all of that very very good it's a for solid, me. solid mm-hmm. dive bar yes
1: all right. All right. What else can people, let's see, want to know about us or you get to know about what's, us? <laughs> what is the weirdest thing you've ever seen in a recycling bin? Oh, man. Let's see. The weirdest thing I've ever seen in a recycling bin.
0: Let me think about it if you have it. just yeah. Go ahead. So I think what's interesting is that you would assume we get trash in the recycling bins, which we totally do and, you know, good amount of it. But we also get things that you just would never imagine anybody should put anywhere. <laughs> so yeah. um, one time we found a mannequin head and it really, it like scared our staff because it, for a second it looked like a like an actual head head because there was hair on it. There was a wig on it. <laughs> that
1: is awful. It I don't, is awful. I wasn't around for that. It God. is awful.
0: Um, it's super awful. Um, one time I was helping pull stuff out of the glass, like when it, when it gets dumped at our plant we have to usually pull out like boxes and bags and other things that shouldn't be in there and um there was an entire drum kit in there and so we just thought we're like maybe this was at one of the bins that's like behind a bar or something and the band got in like a bar fight and the drummer just quit
1: you just make up your own story
0: yeah yeah the drummer quit and he decided that he was just he was like i'm done drumming forever and i'm gonna throw my kit In here, I'm never going to see it again. (laughs) But what's the other reason for that? I don't know. There is. It's more fun a lot of times to make up a story yeah, than just to say, oh, that person's a jerk and they were just looking for somewhere to dump their stuff. Right,
1: right. (laughs) And I think, I mean, thankfully, I have never seen this, but our plant manager has told us that, you know, during deer season or hunting season, it's just... You can, we get some pretty nasty things. Apparently, you know, if there's an open bin that somebody thinks they can drop stuff in, they will get deer carcasses, yeah. which is absolutely disgusting.
0: It's disgusting and it's sad because a lot of times they'll take the pieces of meat off of it that they really want, like right. the back straps and the loins, and then like just dump the rest in the bin. I then that's a problem for anybody that manages any recycling yeah. or trash dumpster during deer season. And who would have thought? Yeah. You know, we forget we're in Kansas City. We forget that those things go, right. go on. But, you know, in, in a bin that's in the center of Kansas City, there'll be a deer carcass. Yeah. So
1: oh. who knew? It's... Who knew? <laughs> yeah. Who knew? So thank you to those who actually recycle only glass. Yeah. I mean, thank you. You're pre-
0: amazing. We appreciate that. Well, you're so great. We really <laughs> love you. It's so simple. <laughs>
1: let's move on kind of back to along the same lines of, you know, your favorite dive bar. But what is, you know, Michelle, I know you and I are not getting up there in age. We're not old, but we've spent, you know, we're not a, young we We spent a lot of our twenties here in Kansas city, if not all of them. So, you know, what is your, uh, what's your favorite night out in Kansas city, whether it was when you were 22 or um, now when we're almost,
0: okay? I would say, well, I have two easy questions. When I was, before I had my son, it was just Waldo dive bars up and down the strip, <laughs> up and down the strip. And that's really all we did, uh, cause we lived in the area and it was easy. Um, and I really miss and love that. But a perfect night out now at the ripe age of 32 is probably drinks at the Green Lady. We usually start there and it's not busy at all, around six or seven, it's amazing. Um, they always still have music in that main bar um, and then probably going to either Pot Pie in Westport or Freshwater for dinner. But Freshwater is my current mm-hmm. obsession. Um, and then usually, actually, we go back to the Green Lady. Yeah. So we go full circle, but then we go in the basement. Right. So yes. that's my perfect Kansas City night. And if I really get tore up, then I go Town Topic. Yeah. But that doesn't happen as much anymore because I have to relieve sitters. So. Yeah, right. Yep. <laughs>
1: changes. Life changes right, a little bit. It's okay changes. though.
0: But if Mom and Dad are in town and we can stay out late, then, yeah. then we go to town. Topic. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: That's a Kansas City staple for sure. Yes, it is. So I would say my I have a few. Well. I'm with Michelle so I'm you know a little bit over 30 at this point so our nights and our nights have changed a little bit different I also have a young daughter at home so um but yeah so I guess you know just recently we don't get out much now she's only five months old but um we really my husband and I had a really fun night out we went to um Casey Wineworks to start the night. Oh I love
0: that place and they recycle by the way. They do they're awesome
1: awesome glass recyclers so we really appreciate them and what they do and they also have good wine so um we stopped there and did a tasting and. <clears throat> Hung out there for a little bit, and and then had after the tasting, had another glass of wine because why not? Um, and then we walked down to the new Novel Restaurant. Ooh, how was that? Have not been to the new delicious. one yet? Delicious. It's really cool. They have uh, their concept. They have the kitchen is open, and oh, so nice. you can you know if you want to watch your food being made, you can kind of see it from your chair depending on where you're at. Um, but the food there, if you've ever eaten there, it's just delicious. It's so good, and their cocktails are good and. We had more wine, but you know, that's just um, a really fun place to go. And then afterwards, um, you know, my husband was like, We should probably go home. And like you, my, my mom was watching her and she's asleep. So I'm, we're going to keep going. Right. <laughs> so why not? <laughs> why not? So um, we had a, we then went over to Manifesto, which, you know, on a weekend is really hard to get into if you don't have reservations. Right. And we hadn't been in years. So, so you
0: could just walk right in. We walked right in because nice. it was a
1: weeknight and super easy to get into. And I mean, if you guys don't know Manifesto, it's right underneath um, the Rieger Hotel or Rieger uh, Restaurant there, and um, it's kind of a speakeasy-type bar, and their cocktails are absolutely delicious, so um, and it worked out for us because it was storming that night, and there was a tornado warning, and we just... You were in the basement. We were in the basement, so it was perfect. Perfect. It worked out really well. Yeah. But... Um, <clears throat> But that's kind of our night out, you know, at post baby. Right. Um, still fun. Still fun, but you know, not. I saw your Snapchats. News. You still had fun. Still have fun. <laughs> but we, um, kind of along another lines, it's not really a night out. But <clears throat> one of my favorite day drinking spots is uh, Kelly's in Westport. Nice. Yeah and uh, they're good they're huge recyclers too which we super appreciate but um for the past almost 10 years on new year's day my friends and i have been going there to day drink after new year's eve which who knows how we still make it out but that's kind of the fun of it is all of us get back together and we've been doing that yeah every single january 1st for the past 10 years which is super fun and you call it we call it the best day ever of it, whatever year it is, because yeah. it's the best day because it's the first day. So right. it, it's only downhill from there. It's really stupid. <laughs> it's really stupid. I don't think but, it's
0: stupid because <laughs> you have the day off, you have do. nothing to do, <laughs> no. and you're with your friends. So that is a great it day. It is. No, it's super fun. So we enjoy it. But. Yeah. You know, another great day drinking spot is Chicken and Pickle, which we're right um, around the corner from yes, now. Yes. And they just started recycling glass, which is super exciting. It is. Yeah. So we've been doing a lot of that lately. Yeah. Lots of chicken pick. Yes. Okay. So um, we've got some really exciting episodes coming up, don't we? We do. I'm really excited about them. <laughs> uh, we're going to kick things off with the folks from Restless Spirits Distilling. Uh, they're also based in North Kansas City, right by Chicken and Pickle. Mm-hmm. And they're also glass recyclers, and they have a really cool story. So I'm excited for us to be Dude, able to, I'm to really, show
1: that. I'm really excited because they have one of the only head female distillers in... Missouri or Kansas City, and then I'm one of the only ones in the nation, which yeah. is really really cool. So it's I'm excited I'm proud here, that we, I'm proud to hear what she has that. We
0: have a woman making awesome liquor here yeah, yeah. in Kansas City. I think that's something to be proud of. It is for sure. And then uh,
1: another one of our episodes will be John McDonald from Boulevard Brewing Company, which um, always fun. If you all are you know for are familiar with the uh, Ripple Story, Boulevard has a huge part of that, and John will go kind of go through that in his interview. But John's always a fun interview just because he's a big part of Ripple, but he also is a really good storyteller.
0: (laughs) He's a great storyteller, and he's lived quite the life, too. He hasn't ever shied away from anything that's fun or interesting, so he's got lots of things to share for us.
1: Yeah, so that's just kind of a preview of what we're, you know, going to be doing here, and... We hope you all follow along. I know um, we're kind of taking a dive to see if this works. And yep. if it does, hopefully it does. And hopefully yep. you enjoy it.
0: And make sure that if you have any ideas of people you'd love for us to feature here in Kansas, they that are doing awesome things, send it to us. For sure. Shoot, it, shoot us a direct message on Facebook or Instagram or email us, info at and we will make it happen on the Razor Glass podcast. Absolutely. All right, well, thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you soon. Bye.
1: Bye.